This is Shi'ar Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will continue a sermon in my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo's series on heavenly authority. Pastor has been looking at the office of the prophet in the New Testament, and this sermon focused on John the Baptist. As background, Pastor read the scriptures in Malachi and Isaiah about the messenger, who is called Elijah the prophet, and who prepares the way of the Lord. Following the teaching, we will have a very special announcement. Here is Pastor Greg Scalzo. If you look at John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, the Gospel of the Apostle John, chapter 1, and verse 19, we read about John the Baptist's ministry. It says in verse 19, Now this is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He's out there baptizing. The people are coming. We'll read about that hopefully in a few minutes. And so Levites, priests and Levites from Jerusalem come out to him. And they're really kinsmen, right? Because he is a Levite. He's a priest. He's a son of a priest. Both his mother and father were from the priestly tribe. Who are you? In verse 20, he confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. The people are waiting for Messiah. I am not the Christ. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Now, the prophet we spoke about last week, that's from Deuteronomy chapter 18. And we know that at this time, and you have to appreciate the fact that just like after a football game, it's easy to go back and criticize and say, well, they should have seen what they did the day before to win the game. It's very easy to criticize the Jewish people and say, how could they miss all this? But at the time, you know, the prophecies could be a little confusing to them. So they know there's Elijah to come before the day of the Lord. There's a messenger to come to prepare the way, a voice crying in the wilderness. They know from Deuteronomy uh, chapter 18, there's this prophet. Now, we know they have a lot of prophets in Israel's history, but there is the prophet, the Lord Yahweh, in verse 15 of chapter 18, uh, your God will raise up for you a prophet like me, Moses said, from your midst, from your brethren, him you shall hear, according to all you desired of the Lord your God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, nor let me see this great fire anymore, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, what they have spoken is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And it shall be that whoever will not hear my words, which he speaks in my name, I will require it of him. And we know in the New Testament that that prophet, the prophet, just like the apostle, the apostle is Jesus Christ, the apostle of our faith, and then there are the apostles that he appoints. The prophet is Jesus Christ, and then there are prophets 
he appoints. So that testimony is speaking about Jesus also. So the Christ and the prophet are the same. And Elijah here is the one spoken about in Malachi that comes before. Uh, and they're confused. And they're saying, who are you now? The people are saying, who is this John? And they want to know. And he tells them clearly, I am not the Christ. What then? Are you Elijah? And he says, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, no. And he's not Elijah in that he's a different person, John. He's not Elijah come back down to earth. Elijah went up in the chariot of fire. It was as though he was translated. It was a, when you read about Elijah and you read about Enoch, it's like a, a foreshadowing of the rapture. They don't even experience death. They just changed. Um, they must have had such faith and foresight and seen the full work of Jesus that God could do the work for them prior to the work on the cross because of the faith in it. Elijah did not come back down out of heaven, so John says, I'm not Elijah. He's a totally different person from Elijah. And then you read, Then they said to him, Who are you, that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? And he said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, like you read in Isaiah. Make straight the way of Yahweh. Make straight the way of the Lord as the prophet Isaiah said. Make the way straight. You're, not, you're going to miss Messiah. You're not going to see him if you don't make the way straight. And he's a voice, a prophet, crying out in the wilderness, you better prepare the way for the Lord. Otherwise, he'll go right by and you won't see him. And that's what happened to much of Israel. Now, those who were sent were from the Pharisees. And if you remember back to our study of the Pharisees and Sadducees, the high priests or most of your powerful priests were all Sadducees, right? But not all the priests. There were a number of priests who were still Pharisees, and they were really the ones that had the right creed. They were the ones that believed in the law and the prophets and the writings. They were the ones that believed in the resurrection of the dead, that there are angels, that there are spirits, that Messiah is coming. So these are priests, and they're of the right religious belief system. They're not the powerful Sadducees that are very pragmatic. These are guys that really are looking for the truth of the Lord, and yet still many of them are going to miss it. They're the Bible believers of their day. Now those who were sent were from the Pharisees, and that's what John and most likely his father Zacharias also. They were priests, but they were from the Pharisees. And they asked him, saying, Why then do you baptize if you're not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? And John asked him, saying, I baptize with water, but there stands one among you whom you do not know. It is he who, coming after me, is preferred before me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. And he proclaims, as did the Old Testament prophet, the whole point is always to point to Jesus. The whole emphasis is always to point to Jesus Christ. He is the prophet crying out and probably the most important of the prophets. For without his message, there is really no understanding of the salvation that comes from on high. Uh, look at the call in Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1 and verse 11, 
This is when Zacharias is in the temple for the time he's allowed to minister there, and he sees the angel Gabriel. It says in verse 11, Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. God is gracious. That's what Johanan means. And you will have joy and gladness. He's very old, and so is Elizabeth. But should this be an odd thing? Who is the founder of this faith? But Abraham, right? And Isaac, the son of Abraham and Sarah in their very old age. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, even as Isaac means to laugh, to rejoice. Verse 15, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. So he's a Nazarite. He's a lifetime Nazarite. He shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, like when we studied Samuel, like when we studied about Samson, right? And he's set apart. He's consecrated. The prophets, and many times those with the gift of prophecy, had to be set apart. There was an austereness to it. There was a harshness to self to set them apart from the corruption of the world that they might hear the voice of God. And he would have the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. Then look at verses 16 to 17. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, like the prophecy about Elijah turning the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. And he will also, he will also, verse 17, go before him in the Spirit. Go before who? And he will turn, verse 16, many of the children of of Israel to the Lord their God, the Lord their God. He, this child, John, that he's going to call John, will be great in the sight of the Lord. He's going to be a Nazarite. He's going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He'll turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Who does John the Baptist go before? Who does he prepare the way for? Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth. It's clear, right? So when he says he prepares the way he will go before, he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will also go before him. Go before who? The Lord their God. So who is the Lord their God? Jesus Christ. He goes before the Lord, the God of Israel, and prepares the way for him. And we all know from the scriptures, the rational reading, that the one he goes before is Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is the Lord their God. He goes before in the spirit and power of, of Elijah. So he's not Elijah. This is not Elijah come back from the dead. This is not Elijah come back down from heaven, right? Are you Elijah? He says no. Right? We just read that. 
But the angel Gabriel tells his father he goes in the spirit and the power of Elijah. How can two individuals possibly walk through life together? In the four audio CD set on Christian marriage, Pastor Greg addresses this from a biblical perspective and, with wisdom and humor, reveals knowledge that has been all but lost to our generation. And in his two audio CDs on the valiant Christian man, God's servant priest to his family, Christian men will begin to understand the unique and holy calling God has for them as priests, providers, and protectors of their families. And you can have all six audio CDs as our gift to you for a donation to Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of $35 or more. You can make the donation on our website at www.shiarjashub.org, where you will be directed to a secure PayPal site where you can donate with credit card, debit card, or by PayPal. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. And look for offer 101. Or you can mail a check or money order to Shi'ar Jeshub, Christian Tabernacle, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Checks should be made out to Shi'ar Jeshub, Christian Tabernacle, and mention offer 101. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jeshub.